weeks, but we know our mother food can be. Hey guys, this is Ice23 again for the Freak BTDM podcast, and this is my roundup of Saturday, July 28th, day 5 of Tomorrowland 2018, basically weekend 2. And uh, I'm recording obviously after the festival, and just like to share my thoughts and experience. It started a little bit weird because uh, I've been selected uh, for an interview for a uh, Brussels Belgian radio station, believe it or not, about uh, my life experience with uh, dance music. So I said yes to that and uh, uh, I met with uh, a nice lady called Renate main stage and uh, we went uh, somewhere a little bit uh, away from uh, you know the main stages and uh, gave, uh, I don't know, maybe it was five, six minutes interview and uh, then went round and she filmed a few clips uh, of me dancing and uh, putting the whole thing together. It was funny to say the least because I'm not used to uh, kind of uh, standing up and pretending that I'm dancing, even though I'm dancing all the time, but I didn't know what to do when somebody's filming, really. Uh, so, you know, the whole filming thing was definitely weird. I didn't mind the audio bit because I'm used with I'm used to audio. Uh, so she told me, look, I'll just follow you around where you have uh, scheduled uh, to be so uh, at that stage Garmiani was uh, playing and I went to the Freedom uh, where uh, you know listened to Garmiani just uh, throwing down the beats and yeah so so you know danced away a little bit but uh, <coughs> couldn't relax enough to enjoy because uh, I guess we had things to do with Renat after that uh, went to see again which is named Oliver Lieb in uh, the Rose Garden. Uh, and again, that was part of uh, the filming. You know, he was playing as part of the Bonsai uh, Records, another legendary Belgian uh, record label. I, I don't think they produce anymore, though. Um, and then we had to go to a couple of stages for her to take some clips of me just dancing there to a couple of other stages. And uh, that was it. Uh, I was kind of released, I think, from duties at uh, about four o'clock uh, for me to enjoy the rest of my uh, day. Not that I wasn't enjoying it. Um, so what did I do at that stage? Uh, I think I roamed around a little bit and uh, just bouncing from uh, stage to stage, uh, get the vibes, see what's going on, uh, with an ultimate aim to go to listen to uh, Jamie Jones, and this is what I did. So Jamie, Jamie Jones was one of my favorite DJs. He was uh, playing in the in the theater for me double, uh, following uh, Alan Fitzpatrick. And it's weird because um, he was down to play for two hours, so from seven to nine, but he actually played from seven to eight. I don't know what happened there. And then Nicole Mudaber came on uh, a bit earlier. So I'm not quite sure, but you know, Jamie Jones is a solid man. He just plays this sort of proper house music, just blending things very, very nicely, keeping the crowd going. And you could see how packed uh, that stage was. And everybody was just enjoying their times. And he knows how to work this crowd. So definitely, if you haven't listened to Jamie Jones, the hype is real. Do go, do listen to him. Uh, don't miss out, like I did for a couple of years. <laughs> Then, following that, I think I roamed a little bit around, went to listen to Audio Fly at the uh, Leaf stage, 
so the leaf, if uh, you remember, if you've been to Tomorrowland, it was like a small island uh, within a lake that you could only have access to by one uh, small kind of corridor. And it was so cool because it was down almost to water level. And they had loads of seats and you could sit there, especially at night. It was so... Um, the temperature was cooled down there. It was so relaxing. It was a place to relax, basically, playing kind of down-tempo or slow kind of dance music. And this this year, they uh, I didn't like the way they did it. Obviously, Tomorrowland is getting bigger, and they, they made the stage, uh, they tried to enlarge the stages as much as possible. So they did the same with Leaf, and they made it like a larger stage with nowhere to sit uh, and enjoy I didn't like that. But anyway, I was there to listen to audio flying, uh, all the uh, let's get weird, you know, freaks people were there, including me, uh, just uh, dancing away to some kind of disco, uh, deep house, pumping house tunes. Uh, so really enjoyed that. And stayed there for a little while and then headed to the Freedom Stage where uh, I caught the end of Alesso about 20 minutes and or 25 minutes and Alesso it was well what can I say I'm, I'm not trying to go against his fans or anything but this was like being in a pop concert so it was practically no dance music there it was kind of a sing-along anthem after sing-along anthem after sing-along anthem everybody just singing together you know chorus after chorus after chorus after chorus so I, I didn't I don't understand what was happening there because, you know, that was the whole DJ said it was people just singing to different songs all together. And maybe that's his style, but it's not my style. I'm not there to do this. I'm, I'm you know, I'm going there to uh, rave hard. So it was so funny because um, as in Weekend 2 with KD, they just threw virtual self in the middle of of all these big groom people. So you had Alesso, and then you had Virtual Self. Let me find the Virtual Self, and then Fatboy Slim. Before that, Sebastian Grosso. Before that, Salvatore Ganazzi. So that was the Freedom Stage. So the Freedom Stage started with Matty, Ken Cole, Sam Thomas, and Lost Identity, Garmiani, Otono, Salvatore Ganazzi, Sebastian Grosso, Alesso, and then Virtual Self. So all of them kind of big room, kind of poppy house, and then virtual cell comes on. And you can see the moment Alesso finishes, half of the stage clears. And that was so funny to watch. And the same happened with uh, Who's Kid the previous weekend. Half of the stage just cleared. So people knew, you know, they knew who, why they were there. I don't know whether they knew who virtual self is. I don't know whether they've heard of who Porter Robinson is. Uh, but... Um, it was so funny to see just people just disappearing uh, and lots lots of Americans, I think, uh, came in on that stage, especially from California. Lots of Canadians came in as well. And uh, we were in for a treat. Seriously, that was a transforming experience. 90 mi minutes of pure audio pleasure. Um, this is my first time I'm catching virtual self, one being ultra, Second being ADC Las Vegas, and this one is the third one. The previous ones were 60 minutes. First one, didn't know what to expect. This time, I knew how to expect, what to expect. But he changes his track list 
No, radically, but I would say one third. And man, the guy was having so much fun just throwing these hard beats from the past. And I just felt alive again. I just, I just danced like there was no tomorrow. I just danced like I like I was a 22 year old again. Just listening to these tunes being thrown in such an intelligent way, being mixed in so seamlessly and so unexpectedly, and I, I just have no words to describe the mastery of that man and how underrated he is. Uh, and I, I don't know what Porter Robinson thinks of of the Virtual Self project, and I know this is probably a temporary project. But man, this was probably the highlight of my year so far. I just danced like a lunatic. I danced like I was 22 years old again. People were watching me kind of a weird way, like, what is this guy doing? But that's who I am when I like the music, when the music is proper. It's not that he was playing old tracks because Paul Kalkbrenner Brenner is playing old tracks as well, but he doesn't do that. He doesn't mix new stuff from virtual self in such an intelligent way with old tracks and going that hard and throwing those visuals in the background. He doesn't do that, any of that. So I sound like a fun girl, and probably I am, but this was, I think, the two weekends another time it was just enough for this and guess what I caught everything on tape as well so I will remember this forever so after this I had about an hour it was about midnight but then you know what I thought fuck it I had so much fun I'm just going to go somewhere and this will be spoiled what's the point of that let's just get home and just remember that night for what it was and how it made me feel how we all united under, under the magic sounds of Porter Robinson. So stay tuned uh, for more. Subscribe to the podcast. You can find it on Spotify and YouTube as well as all the other uh, usual podcast uh, apps as well as Anchor, of course, where I publish uh, uh, this podcast. So check it out. So this is just a plugin to tell people where to find us. So if you like this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. The easiest uh, place to find me is uh, YouTube, where you have to search for Freak Beats EDM Podcast. The main advantage of uh, the YouTube uploads is not so much that there are videos, but that all the previous episodes from the very beginning of the podcast back in late 2016 are there, secured for you guys to catch up and binge on. Okay, other ways to find me is via Anchor FM, A-N-C-H-O-R-F-M, an app that you can find both on iOS and Android. I highly recommend this. There's more recent podcasts there. Again, f- trying to search of uh, Frickbit CDM podcast. And obviously, we are available on iTunes. See the podcast section on iTunes. Google Podcasts, which is a, a new platform, as well as all the other podcast apps that are available, for example, on my phone, I have Pocket Casts, CastBox, Player FM, Podcast Player, Stitcher. And from what I understand, even if you tell Alexa, play Freakbeats EDM Podcast, Alexa will actually play this. So try that and let me know. Stay tuned.